Welcome back to Building the Bach, and I'm your host, Jason Spies. Sometimes making things work in the energy industry can be crude, rude, and quite profitable. These variables call for a special kind of person, special kind of mind, special kind of tolerance. In this week's Crude Life with Jason Spies, we focus on the Blue Ribbon Band. Regional bands definitely know about making money the crude way, and they don't even need an oil boom to make that lifestyle happen. The Blue Ribbon Band has been rocking saloons, community events, block parties, and even performed as part of live entertainment at the Mixed Martial Art Fights in Dickinson last year. Here are Ross Myron, Brian Lange, Joe D'Amico, and Jason Luthley, otherwise known as the Blue Ribbon Band, and they are living the crude life out in western North Dakota. How long have you been in the Bakken here? Uh, born and raised in Richardson. And uh, what, what are your experiences been growing up here? It's an amazing change. Actually, after my wife and I got married, we lived in Dickinson until the fall of 08 before we moved back to Richardson and it's just amazing the change up here since then I mean with the amount of people or just shopping anything traffic you know it's crazy what are the biggest challenges been that you've experienced out here in the Bakken I guess for me it doesn't affect me much I'm far enough out of it you know since we farm and ranch southeast of Richardson so uh Basically, the only time it affects me is if I come up into Dickinson. And that was Jason Luthley of the Blue Ribbon Band. Up next, Brian Lange. Lange not only lives the crude life associated with being a regional band, but he also works in the oil patch. And here's Brian Lange talking about living the crude life out in western North Dakota. I think the scariest thing to me, I, I work in the oil field and have for the last nine years. And the thing that's changed so much for me is I drove Dickinson to Kildare a lot in high school and whatnot. And those roads at 8 o'clock at night were so desolate, you wouldn't even imagine what they would look like anymore compared to now. And and accidents are, are things that I see too often than not. I mean, I've been personally involved with accidents, you know, come up on accidents where people have died. I mean, a lot, of, a lot more frequent things like that that I think is kind of sad. Everyone's in too much of a hurry now. Everyone's quick to make a buck and is so unconcerned about anything else that that that's the one thing I guess I've seen more more now than anything is people in a hurry and then bad things happening because of it, I guess. Should mention too that Brian not only plays bass but apparently sings the bass as well with deep voice <laughs> uh, in the band Blue Ribbon Band. Uh, you play bass and sing in the Blue Ribbon Band. What do you moonlight as then as a truck driver? As a truck driver? Or no, as a, you mentioned you worked out in the oil patch Me, for nine I, years. Do you, do you work in the oil patch full-time, or is the band now your full-time job? No, I wish the band was full-time, no. I've done everything in the oil field from workovers to pumper to right now I do more stuff in the engineering department, so analytical stuff. Where so. are you from? From here. Dickinson? Yeah. Okay. People come here and they'll drive around and look at the oil patch workers like they're animals at a zoo and they peer in from the internet and other places like it's some sort of reality TV show. There are stories about this area that are true and untrue out there across the country. What do you what what, what do you think in terms of a myth buster or a true statement? I think that there are good things going on here. There are good jobs here, but the myth is that you can come here and live a dream. You come here and it's just like any other place you go. You got to work hard to make a living. It doesn't. I mean, we don't have it any better or worse than anybody else in the country. I mean, yeah, we might get paid more, but things cost more around here. You can work harder. I mean, everything comes with with a worth work ethic, not not for free. It's not a dream. <laughs>
And that was Brian Lange with the Blue Ribbon Band. Continuing on our next interview is with Ross Myron. Myron also is a native of the oil patch. So let's get to his comments and find out what it's like living the crude life out in western North Dakota in the midst of an oil boom. Uh, how long have you been out in the Bakken? Oh, I've lived here since birth. In Dickinson and South Hart? Uh, I've been in Taylor, yeah. Taylor? Born and raised, yes sir. Uh, what, what are the biggest challenges you've had living out here your whole life? Well, boredom, essentially. <laughs> Has that changed at all? Well, we, we, make, we make our own action, I guess. We, we find ways to entertain ourselves, especially with this musical endeavor. What, what do you think living out here and you have all these uh, people coming from all parts of the country and it's like there's a 4th of July with a big lake next to it all the time in Dickinson. <laughs> you got 100,000 people for 15,000 town services, you know? Right, yeah. You know, I don't know, there, there's certain industries that are strained, but others that are flourishing. You take the good with the bad, I guess. Uh, what is uh, one of your, the biggest unknowns that you think here in the Bakken? It could be a, a place, it could be a story, it could be a person. Just uh, with your observations out here in the oil patch. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think people underestimate uh, the, the number of things there are to do, you know. I, people complain that there's no nightlife and things like that. I mean, like, like I said, you, you make your own action around here. If you can think it, you can probably get away with doing it. <laughs> how have the uh, crowds been, and how has the uh, oil patch been treating uh, your music endeavors? Oh, it, it certainly hasn't hurt. I mean, uh, I, I think I think a lot of places are a lot lot more apt to uh, be booking bands and things like that, just knowing that they're going to have the crowd show up a lot of the times. You know, there's a lot more opportunity for for them to make more money being as uh, being as there's more people to go around really so it's easier for them to to be able to say hey let's have a band and let's pay a band than in years past probably knowing that they'll probably get a return on their investment do you think the Bakken has a general sense of community feel or what direction do you think the community is heading here in the Bakken oh man that's hard to say uh I, I think some people come here with the uh, every man for themselves mentality but there's a lot of people that come here and just try to integrate into the community, you know. A lot of people show up and want to be a part of the community. And uh, I don't know which way is the right way, I guess. I can I can understand both ways, but uh, it'll all shake out eventually. And that was Ross Myron of the Blue Ribbon Band. Also in the Crude Life with Jason Spies segment here on Building the Bakken, you heard Brian Lange and Jason Luthley. For more information about the Blue Ribbon Band or to hear the interview in its entirety, visit buildingthebakken.com. Let's listen to a little bit of the Blue Ribbon Band here as we exit the Crude Life segment here on Building the Bakken. Look for the Billing the Bakken live events media team. Check BillingTheBakken.com to see when we will be coming to your area.